We'll be talking about three wide receivers that you may have high expectations for this week. What do the advanced stats tell us? Find out right now on FFT in five. I'm Adam Azer. Here's Jacob Gibbs of Sportsline. Follow him on Twitter at Gibbs underscore 23 and check out all his content on sportsline.com which is a terrific product uh, very affordable great gambling content great fantasy content check it out all right jacob let's start with deontay johnson so no claypool this week and coming off a disappointing week for deontay johnson i know you're a big deontay johnson guy is he going to bounce back yeah i only have four receivers projected for more points than deontay johnson this week which um Obviously, could you know that could that projection could get thrown off by just the bad offensive environment in Pittsburgh um, or Detroit. If either one of those offenses implodes, then it could be a bad week for him. Um, but yeah, I have Deontay wide receiver five, and he's it's it's mostly just about the target projection. With Claypool out, there's really no one to challenge him um, for targets, especially on downfield looks, which is particularly interesting in this matchup. The Lions have the highest opponent average depth of target, and it's not even close. They're like 20% above the next highest team, which is really absurd. Um, <laughs> when, when games are relatively close, teams are attacking aggressively downfield against this defense. Um, and I think that's going to lead to a lot of targets for Deontay because who else is – he's the other two guys that he's going to be looking at, throwing to are James Washington, Ray McLeod, or you know maybe Anthony Miller. Those guys have some of the lowest target per run rates of any players in the entire NFL. Like Just in terms of like just filling routes – with empty, you know, uh, production, it's they're like among the absolute worst. Um, so I think we're just going to see the offense really concentrated on Deontay. And uh, the other thing is his his zone splits are really really exciting. The Lions do play a lot of zone. Um, he's one of the few perimeter receivers who actually gets better against zone coverage. Um, so I'm I'm super excited for him. I think it's going to be a massive week as long as the game doesn't get too gross and too weird with with these two bad offenses. You know. Yeah, Detroit only 14 sacks, third fewest in the NFL. Not necessarily third fewest per game, but actually I do think it's just about third fewest per game um, because, uh, you know, they've only played eight. But, yeah, they are they can't get to the quarterback. Okay, how about Jerry Judy? A little bit of progress last week against Dallas. Can we get another step up this week? I think so. This is another one where I'm, I'm a little bit worried um, just about his offensive environment. Um, Teddy Bridgewater has been really bad against zone coverage, um, and the Eagles play zone coverage at one of the highest rates in the NFL. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has, he ranks fourth in passer rating and first in completion rate against man coverage since the start of 2020. He's like legitimately been one of the best quarterbacks against man, um, but not so much against zone. He ranks 31st among 47 qualified quarterbacks uh, in passer rating for his zone coverage. So like that is a little bit problematic. Um, and like really exacerbating the issue is, is Bridgewater's perimeter receivers, both Tim Patrick and Corbin Sutton have like really, really extreme splits where they're much, much better against man than zone and so that brings us to judy who's like clearly the guy who stands out in this matchup he's been better against zone in college and in the, the sample size we do have him at the nfl level and i think it makes sense that he's going to be targeted at a high rate not just because of the zone matchup but because the eagles have allowed the uh, league's lowest opponent average depth of target they're basically the opposite of the defense we're just talking about in detroit um they really keep everything in front of them and judy's moved to the slot this year i don't know if it's been talked about much because he's been out um, but his slot rate is up from 31% as a rookie to 76% in 2021. So as a result of playing more in the slot, his average depth of target is down from 13.5 yards to 8.6, which is a really massive drop from one year to another. Um, so I think it makes sense that him and Noah Fan are going to be just targeted a lot um, in the short area of the field here. And given his splits against zone coverage, I'm, I'm excited. And just his what we've seen from him in general in year two, 
he's uh, he's really taking a step forward in terms of his ability to draw targets so far. So definitely an exciting spot for Judy. All right, yeah, I think he's in, again. I'll go back to him in a DFS lineup. Uh, a little more expensive. He's this super week, cheap. Though. Yeah, I think he's a little more expensive on Fanduel. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay, let's go to our last guy, Keenan Allen, coming off two big games in a row. 19 PPR points against the Patriots, 22 PPR points at the Eagles. Now facing Minnesota, they allow the seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers. What do you think about Keenan Allen? Yeah, in the first two games coming out of the bye, it's, it's been all Keenan. It's, it's been back to kind of what we've seen in the past. Uh, Mike Williams' average route depth and his average depth of target have been a lot deeper down the field, and as a result, we've seen him not targeted at nearly as high of a rate as he was early in the season. Um, and, you know, we've seen Keenan out-target him 24 to 10 in the first two games out of the bye. Um, and part of that is they've been p- facing some kind of, you know, zone-heavy defensive schemes, and they've got another one uh, here in Minnesota. Uh, the Vikings use zone over 70% of the time. And when facing zone, <laughs> Mike Williams, it just doesn't fit his route tree at all. It doesn't fit the type of targets that Justin Herbert likes to get him. Um, and and we've seen that bared bear out in the numbers as well. His target per hour has dropped from 25% to 18% versus zone. Um, whereas Keenan Allen has actually like maintained um, pretty much right. His man, cover, his man coverage splits are almost identical to his zone coverage splits, which is pretty rare for a receiver. So I think everything points towards another big game from Keenan. They've really been zoned in on since uh, we've seen them come out of the bye. And uh, this is supposed to be one of the highest scoring games and most competitive games of the week. So I think we could see another big game from him here. All right. Well, this is great stuff. If you're making a DFS lineup or making some decisions in shallower leagues or something like that, Jacob, thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Same to all of you out there. Let's get a win in week 10. We'll talk to you later.